Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business and leadership because Big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. It's that time of year when everybody is reflecting, planning and strategizing and I'm no different. I'm doing that too. So today I'm going to take you behind the scenes of my own business and share with you my process for reflecting and also share what's come up and what I have in store for the year ahead. So my framework for reflecting on my business is really similar to the framework that I teach my clients to use when it comes to having conversations with their teams. So conversations where you're checking in about how things are going. So what I do is look at what's working, where there are wins, what can be improved, so where there are lessons. And from that place, I set some goals and intentions for the year ahead. Right now, at the time of recording, it's the end of November. And so this is going live early December 2022. And so I'm reflecting on the calendar year of 2022. So January the 1st, 2022 through to now, which is the end of November. So I'm going to share my wins and my lessons from both a business and a personal perspective, because my philosophy is that your dream business facilitates your dream life. And this is something that I'm so passionate about. So building your dream team that drives your dream business, which in turn supports your dream life. That's the philosophy that sits behind all the work I do. So for me, when I'm reflecting, I have to look at the business side, of course, but I also have to look at the business and personal hand in hand, because a win on the business side without considering the impact or the happiness level on the personal side doesn't in fact really equal a win to me. I'm going to share my reflections with you and I'll be breaking them up into business and personal. Okay, let's go. So let's start with what's worked well in 2022. So what are the wins on the business front? Now, it's definitely been a big year with a huge amount of new conversations, new client relationships, brand new people who have found me online, which says to me that my social media and my messaging and all my networking and all the things that I do ultimately is working. And I feel really proud of that. So that feels like a big win, particularly because, well, to be honest, it's not easy for me to consistently show up and be visible. You know, I think that there are lots of people out there who love talking to camera and being really extroverted. But for me, I love it, but it's definitely takes some discipline, I guess, to get that consistency. So that feels like a win. And I'm really proud of that. This podcast is going so well, definitely a big win. The feedback that I have received over the year has been really validating. And frankly, I really enjoy this mode of delivering content to you. And we have the podcast production process. So the back end, what happens behind the scene, working really, really well. This year, I launched my new group program, which was called Hiring Mastery, and I ran it live twice this year. 
definitely a big win getting this information out of my head and out of just a pure one-on-one teaching format into self-paced video content. And the feedback was great through the people that have come through both those two live rounds. Definitely another big win was the way that I changed my goal setting, sort of my monthly goal setting. So basically what happened was about halfway through the year, I shifted from my goals being purely sort of number-based and like a tangible outcome-based to be based on incorporating how I wanted to feel. So I actually just We've been a bit of a clean up of my office and I found my October goals. Well, actually, they were just still stuck up on the wall. So I, I pulled them down. I broke the page into sort of two halves. And at the top of the page, I wrote how I wanted to feel. And then the bottom half of the page was sort of like the tangible numbers based outcomes I was also going for. And it's really interesting for me now here sitting at the end of November. And this is a process I've been working on since about the middle of the year, but it kind of I guess got a little bit of traction around the October mark, which is why that's reflective for me, is that I look at that and I think that is how I felt in October and that is how I feel now. So if you're sitting there thinking, I don't quite understand what she's talking about, basically it's me writing down things like, I want to feel spacious, I want to feel safe with money, I want to feel like clients are flowing into me, I want to be operating from a playful place rather than a place of shoulds. That's the sort of feelings that I've been writing down on a monthly goal basis. And then of course, yes, I put down the numbers and the clear outcomes. So, but I've been making sure as well with the numbers and the clear outcomes, I've been mixing in the business and personal. So it says, you know, going to the gym three times a week, um, as well as, you know, inviting two new clients into my containers, et cetera, et cetera. So, That has worked really well for me and it feels like a huge win for lots of reasons, including having the feelings and the numbers has balanced out what I'm trying to achieve and not made it all about the numbers, if that makes sense. And it's also sort of stopped me beating myself up when I don't hit one of my goals because one of the things that I've learnt about myself or become more aware of, I guess, this year is that I love to set big stretch goals and that's great. But then I kind of beat myself up and feel bad when the big goal isn't met, which is not the purpose of a big goal. Like the purpose of a big goal is to actually try and shift your thinking so that you, you know, you do things differently and you take your brain outside of the box. You're not necessarily meant to hit the big goal, but I've noticed that I kind of beat myself up for not hitting the big goal. And then, you know, when we cycle around next time, I think, oh, maybe I won't go for something as big so I don't feel bad about it. So by incorporating how I want to feel and the big stretch goal I'm going for helps me to balance out, okay, cool, well, you're feeling like all these things and you may not have hit all those goals, but let's see what progress you've made. So that's really helped me. Another win that I want to share with you, I guess, and this is something that I will always talk about and I will always continue to reflect and check is continuing to happen, is that when I check in with my past clients, that they're still feeling confident, you know, they still feel on track and the people that we've hired together or the team or the systems that they have around them is still working for them. It's something that I'm so passionate about is that transfer of knowledge so that when we stop working together, you feel really confident, you've got the systems, the framework, the knowledge, 
and you can keep going without me. You're not attached to me as being a solution, if that makes sense. So definitely a win for me is that I can reflect and, you know, of all the clients and all the people that I choose to keep in contact with, because let's face it, after we stop working together, I do continue to stalk my clients and continue to check in with them. And, you know, I shouldn't say stalk because of course I'm not stalking. We've got a relationship but I check in. I'm like, how's it going? How's this going? I watch what they're doing on social media. You know, I check in with how somebody's performing. Like, for example, I supported a client this time last year to hire a new business manager. And in the last month, I've been checking in with her. Like I've obviously checked in throughout the year, but like, I'm kind of going, okay, it's about 12 months now. How does it feel? You know, and I do a little bit of a reflection with them just to check in and go, is that person performing? How do you feel based on where you thought you were going to be and where you are? Like we're not working together anymore, but I'm still so interested. And I'm really proud of the fact, to be honest, that the people continue to perform, the systems and the framework continue to work for them. So the last little win that I want to share about what's worked really well for me in 2022 is my own coaching that I've received. So I've shifted from being in group containers to having worked with a one-on-one coach, and it has been so powerful for me to have tailored one-on-one advice and to be honest, to not have to worry about or get confused or distracted with what's going on in other people's businesses or give any of my time and attention to supporting them in their businesses. You know, that comes from that group masterminding format. I think that that's quite a reflection on where I am in my business is that I just don't have as much time for, you know, the group processing, the group calls, and I want tailored, specific, like fast discussions, implementation, And that's really, really happened for me through working with a one-on-one coach. So I'm loving the full accountability. We're working mostly on mindset stuff to make sure that my business feels amazing to me and I'm not sort of creating these little blocks around what is and isn't possible. And I'm just loving having somebody holding me and only me accountable to myself and my own goals. It's just so good. You've probably heard me talk about I'm also in a local networking group, which is called a mastermind, but there's less kind of, you know, interaction and support between our monthly meetings. So I'm loving going to an in-person business group once a month. And I'm also loving that monthly, you know, in-person connection and brainstorming. And then I love that like one-on-one advice and support that I'm getting from my own coach. So that's been a total win. Okay, let's talk about the personal front, what's working well, where the wins are there. In general, life's good. Of course, there's full of challenges. I've got two little kids. The juggle is real, but overall, life is really good. My big boy turned six. He's had a pretty good year through year one. My little one, the one who's two, went to daycare for the first time this year. We all got the big C at the beginning of the year and we all sailed through it which is great. And we've all, of course, enjoyed all the little daycare bugs that uh, the littlest one has brought home and into the house. But in general, we're well, we're happy, and I love my little family unit. And I guess I'm, I'm continually able to prioritize them and or balance them with a growing business. So that, for me, is a massive win. 
we've taken quite a few holidays as a family. I want to say we've been on three holidays and we're going away again next week. So that'll be four for the year. So that's been good because adventure and travel is a really big value of mine. So that's kind of like three to four proper holidays. And then obviously we, we go away on lots of little weekends and things around the place. A big win was going to a yoga retreat in September. I went away for three nights, which felt like a stretchy amount of time to go away from my family, but it was glorious. It was everything I needed and more. So what I've actually done is book back in for that same retreat in March next year. So they run them twice a year. And so I walked away just going, that felt amazing. Let's make sure that happens again soon. And I went to Gwingana, which is a beautiful retreat in like a health retreat in the hinterland on the Gold Coast. And when I was there, I was reflecting that the time before, because I've been there before, but like three years had somehow flown past since I'd been there last time. So I rebooked in to go back in March. And I guess on that note, I have really dived back into my fitness routine. I've been hitting the gym at least three times a week, sometimes four and five times, often four times, sometimes five, um, since about July, I want to say. And it's been really, really consistent and I can feel the difference. I can now run five kilometers and I do that at least once, if not twice a week. And I can feel myself getting really, really strong. And I guess I personally have identified probably for the last 15 to 20 years as somebody who's, you know, fit and healthy and really active. And so it feels really good to be back on that path again, because with my little two and a bit year old, I'd say that probably the first 18 months after having him, I didn't prioritize movement or I just didn't believe that my body was strong enough to be doing, you know, heavy or really active stuff. So it's nice to kind of really be feeling like, yep, my body's strong. I can get back into it and I don't have to kind of worry about the postpartum carefulness stage. So lots of personal wins there. All right, let's shift gears and dive into what could be improved, where there's room for improve and the opportunities and the lessons, I guess, that I'm seeing from 2022. I'm going to share with you something funny. When I was having a look at my reflections from last year, one of the things I put down here was that I was sitting on a really shit office chair. And what's funny, terrible, embarrassing, I don't know, something is that I'm still sitting on that chair. And I was just looking at that going, oh my God, why am I sitting on like a $40 Kmart chair that I bought when we were selling our house three years ago as like a, a styling chair? considering how long I spent on it, it's just ridiculous. So I'm happy to report that before recording this, I went and hit the buy button on Amazon and I've bought myself a fancy eco ergonomic chair in the Black Friday sales. And so I'll be proudly showing pictures of that on social soon. But I guess my lesson here is that I have to prioritize investing in the things that are good for my health and are otherwise easy to dismiss. And isn't it funny the way the brain sees like a $600 spend on a chair as a lot, but like a 600 spend on a workshop, I probably wouldn't even like think twice about, or, you know, I easily drop four or $500 in a, on a night stay at a hotel, but I've really resisted spending like $600 on a chair. So I, I'm happy to report I got the chair for about $500 on a Black Friday sale and it's on its way. I mentioned as one of the wins that I launched Hiring Mastery, which is my group program. And whilst that's definitely a win, getting that information out of my head, out of just teaching it one-on-one -on -one to people and into a self-paced format that 
groups of people can experience. Part of the feedback I received and the lesson that I received this year is that people want to be able to digest that when it suits them as opposed to waiting for, you know, the twice a year that I run it live. So I've heard that message loud and clear and I get that because when you want to hire, you want to hire, right? When you want to learn something and you've got the space, you want to dive in and learn it. So I'm going to do some work. I don't know what it looks like yet, but I'm going to do some work to make it possible for you to be able to dive into that at any stage in 2023. So stay tuned about what that looks like. Another lesson for 2022 was a lesson in general that I received about launching. And that is that I just don't really love it. I don't love launching. Earlier in the year, I hired, it was about February or March, I hired an OBM, online business manager, into my business. After closing out my first launch for Hiring Mastery, and when I reflected on that Hiring Mastery first launch, lots of new pieces, lots of you know asset creation, lots of doing things for the first time. And by the time cart closed, I was pretty overwhelmed, to be honest. And what I concluded was that hiring somebody who could organize all the parts for me, so hiring somebody to help me launch would help me like launching a little bit better. And so I went and hired an amazing online business manager to join my business. And through that process of hiring somebody great, what I realized was the person wasn't going to be what was going to help me enjoy launching more. I needed to actually change the way I was launching and the thoughts I had around launching. And when I took that pressure away, I realized actually that I didn't really need an online business manager. So that amazing person that I hired worked in the business probably for about two or three months and we dove deep into processes and systems and she was really great at helping us establish some really great or tweak or improve the processes for all the things that we do regularly, which in turn took more pressure off my diary. And... So we've got really, really robust, fantastic, organized SOPs, and I feel really proud of that as well. And I guess the lesson I learned was that it's not always a person that's going to fix the problem that you think you have. So I had to dive a little bit deeper into what is it that I don't enjoy about this. It's not that I want someone else to organize it for me. It's actually that what I'm doing isn't serving me. And I guess the other little lesson is that this is what I work with my clients on all the time. So a lesson in having somebody support you, someone else come in, someone else share their opinion on your business is really, really valuable, even when you're the expert. And obviously it it was a beautiful lesson as well to live what I walk my clients through all the time. So I inhaled all of those lessons through that chapter. Revenue-wise, the year is ending about the same as last year, so no big quantum leaps, no doubling of revenue. And, in fact, the first half of 2022 was quiet-ish. And I think, again, that's because of that, you know, pressure on launching, trying to work things out so much, trying to potentially do stuff in a way that didn't feel great to me, coupled with being in some group mastermind environments where – nobody's fault other than my own. I got distracted, you know, by the ideas and the things that everybody else was doing. And I got a little bit like, oh, 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 maybe I should try all these things. So that's kind of what happened for me at the beginning of 2022. So revenue wise, I'm going to end up about the same, maybe a little bit more, but it's through a really big second half of 2022 that most of that revenue has come from. 
which is part of the reason why be me shifting to a one-on-one coach so I could just stay in my lane, worry about myself, focus on what's important to me, focus on what feels really good to me and have somebody almost circle back a lot of these statements that I make and hold me accountable to hang on why are you now talking about that when you said that this is what felt good to you etc etc that's just been amazing and a huge lesson so from a personal perspective it's been pretty good i think that given the stage of life that we're in when i say we it's my family the age of my children we need to work quite hard at prioritizing our relationship my hubby and i We have hired in new babysitters. We've hired in new support so that we can actually prioritize that. And we're definitely in a better like dating routine, making sure we go out on dates, but there's always room for that to get better. My yoga practice. So you may or may not know that I've been a yogi for 20 plus years. I'm a qualified teacher. I taught consistently for five years. My second business was a yoga studio here in Brisbane. And when I sold that business in 2020, I kind of lost my yoga practice. And through going to the yoga retreat in September, it really reminded me just how good yoga is for me. It's so good for my mind, for my overall sense of calm and for my body, because I think it just helps my digestion and just the way my body functions. And of course, like, you know, just the million holistic benefits that you get from yoga. So A lesson is that I need to carve out time for that and I need to make that work with my family. So I think one of the reasons why that's kind of felt hard is because my little kids kind of join in, they climb over the top of me. (laughs) It's not exactly relaxing. When I look back at when my six-year-old was this age, when he was two, he was on the mat with me. And I guess because there was that discipline of I need to show up and teach regularly, so therefore I need to have that discipline of my own practice, I've lost that. And that's something I'd like to focus on. So that's probably the two personal things that I would like to see improved. And I would like to see us, you know, traveling more, getting back out more, which naturally will happen as the, as the world and life seems to be opening back up again. Okay, so that feels like it's a pretty good wrap for 2022. And I'll quickly share with you now what's in store for 2023. And, you know, just a few little highlights because I'm definitely still in this reflecting and planning and strategizing phase. So nothing's really been decided in concrete yet. But Hiring Mastery will definitely be available in some sort of self-paced option. So if that's of interest to you to learn my signature process, keep an eye out for that. I'm introducing a new 45-minute consult called Ask Me Anything as a newer entry-level option for people who just want to grab and pick my brain and grab some advice. I'm also going to go back to my roots a little bit and do more in-person training and in-person speaking events. I've been a speaker for over 10 years. I would have done hundreds and hundreds of trainings and conferences between 2010 and 2013. And then I took a little bit of a, like a break, I guess, while I had my six-year-old, my baby back then, and then, you know, with the pandemic and whatnot. And I've been getting back into that this year and I've been loving it. So there will be more in-person opportunities to see me both at other people's conferences and I'll be putting on workshops myself here locally in Brisbane. And I am going to be looking at just new and innovating 
in ways that I can continue to serve and get my message to more people. So I guess that's always on my agenda every year. But I'm looking at, you know, I feel like there's a shift happening in the market, how we feel about business, whether it's like linked to the recession or, you know, if there's a recession, whatever, what's happening. But I'm just going to be really just spending the next month or two really looking at how can I be serving more people and what do I need to do a little bit differently to make that feel easier? So that's about it. That's all I've got installed so far for 2023. I'm definitely still in the planning phases as it's only early December. And although I have proudly mapped out my 2023 year, I'm definitely not ready to sign it off. I'm still in the percolating phase. So stay tuned. So that's it. That's it for 2022. And I'm signing this off as the last podcast that you're going to hear from me this year. I so appreciate you all being here. I appreciate you listening and tuning in every week. And a super special, huge big thanks to those of you who take the time to consistently, you know, share my podcast on socials and leave a review. I really, truly appreciate it. So I'll be back here in early January please feel free to message me or send me an email with any podcast topics or anything that you'd love me to cover. Or similarly, if there's someone you'd like me to interview where you'd like to hear a behind the scenes on how they're running their team and their business, let me know and I will happily reach out to that person and get them on. So to wrap up and to sign off here, I wish you all a beautiful, happy, safe and re-energizing festive season. However you're celebrating, whatever tradition you follow and whether you find yourself with your family, your friends or flying solo this year, I really wish you relaxation and nourishment. So thank you again for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and bye for 2022. See you in 2023.